Hey, 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 hold up, hold up, stop, 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 stop right there, yeah, you, you listening to the sound of my voice, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts right now, and you listen to us week in and week out, before you go any further, do us one favor, and hit that five star on our rating, now, take it a step further for me, and write a real quick review, that will move us right on up the charts, now, anybody that's new to this podcast, welcome to KSP, AKA the Kickin' Shit Podcast. We are infotainment at its finest. We are information podcast. We do current events, pop culture, entertainment, news, politics, and everything in between. So buckle up, strap in. It's about to be a wild ride for the laughs, joy, and more laughs, nigga. So get ready, get set. It's KSP. <laughs> on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. Oh, that's what that's for? Yeah. Oh, hell. <laughs> you used to beat the hell out that steak, bro. I didn't realize how, you know, broke we was until I'm older now. I was like, I ain't never had to beat up a piece of meat. <laughs> I just paid the extra $3. And it's funny because like, we eat different, though. Like, because I don't even eat meat like that. So. Yeah. But I it's, heard people beat up chicken breast too. Like that's good to beat up your you chicken should. breast. You should tenderize that shit. Yeah, tenderize that shit because that shit popping. I might do that. Start beating up the chicken breast. <laughs> I don't hear you, nigga. You ain't got no Wi-Fi. Man, fuck that. <laughs> hey. That's how you start your Monday off, man. What up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. Not live inside another episode of KSP. I'm joined here today with my right hand man, Mr. Jukebox Johnny. But we gonna move out to this Wiz Kid Essence.
what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. You're now live inside episode 163 of the Kicking Shit Podcast. Today I'm joined here with a real good friend of mine to the right. Is my boy, is my partner, is my dog, it's Mr. Jukebox Johnny, aka Crown Daddy, aka Crown Poppy, or the El Himidor Poppy, the Avion Don. Daddy, are you on the radio? What's going on, bro? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. No doubt, no doubt. Good to have you back, Diaz, in the kitchen. What's going on in there? What's up? All right, real quick, let me get to the business, man. I don't know how you find this podcast. Y'all know where to find this podcast. If you don't know where to find this podcast, it's on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and we are on YouTube. Yes, that's right. We're on YouTube. Hit subscribe, like, comment, all that good shit. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at KSP, letters K-S-P. You'll find us on all social media platforms, and we're on TikTok. Anywho, how's everybody doing? How you doing, man? Man, pretty good, man. You know, just back from Myrtle Beach, dirty-ass Myrtle Beach. Mm, but it was a good time, <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. You know, I always feel uncomfortable when I'm down there because uh, the place that we usually go, is uh it's a, like a travel park, mm-hmm. so it's full of uh, Trump signs, oh. uh, racist rednecks that look like they they never seen black folk before. But my dad loves it, and it's a tradition we've been doing since the '80s, so we go every year. Um, but yeah, I mean we had a good time besides the racism. That's what's up, man. Happy birth, uh, happy belated birthday to your pops, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to him. Got a trip around the city, sixty, man. Yeah, man. Out here still moving like he forty something, and that's my goal in life. Right. <laughs> nah, nah. I hope to get there like that one day too. Yes, man. Uh, yeah. The day I'll probably cry. The day I see he lose a step, I'm like, oh, okay. Father time, do catch up with us all. I don't. Th- I don't. You know what? I don't believe it'll catch up to him. Yeah. But I hope feel not. you. On, I feel you on the tear when you see that. Yeah. That, damn, man. I'm a superhero. Right. I'm a superhero. <laughs> I feel that, man. He need deep. help. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, gonna um, be interesting, man. That very, 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 very. Um. But other than that, man. Good trip. Yeah, man. You know, I got I'm a dad again for the next eight to nine to ten weeks. We'll see how long. Uh, and you know, it take a while to adjust, man. Kids a lot. Oh man, I can bet <laughs> kids a lot, bro. They be all over you, man. They just want it. They arguing. They fighting all the time, and it be about stupid stuff. He's <laughs> like, oh, uh, she poked me in the eye, and then they be like, no, I did not. I poked her in the ear. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You fight with the most, man. Your brother. Well, your we was also far apart. I would say, I guess my brother, but we was also far apart. We was all like only children at one point, so uh, we never really had beefs like that where we would fight and stuff a lot. Me and my brother six years apart, so we closer. But me, me and my sister nine years apart, and her and Matt, Matt fifteen years apart. So yeah, that is crazy. Like yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, we was all pretty much only children for most of our upbringing. <laughs> I guess you could say. She needed like, who is this nigga? <laughs> yeah, it. like she was pretty much his mom. She was a teenage mom, pretty much. That is crazy, man. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because when you close in age, it's like your best friend. Like, I look at my daughter and her brother. They like they do the same thing. They he get on my nerves and she yeah. get on my nerves and she always in my business and they always picking and poking and fighting at each other, but. When you that close in age, shit, y'all share a room at one point with each other. Uh huh. Because that's yep. like a part of the come up. A part of the come up is you share a room while we're poor. Because when we get money, you're going to have your own room. Right. And then it's like they do all that bickering and fighting to be like the best of friends as adults. Yeah. In college. Or when they start doing devious shit and they need somebody to cover for them. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have that in life, man. But see, like we was all three raised on different eras. Like my sister was there when we was, you know, they was piss poor. 
Mm-hmm. I I was born. They started to get decent jobs, and then my brother was born. Shit, they already had they they you know they was on a plan by then. You don't know the struggle. Yeah, they was on a plan by then. You don't know the struggle. My <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Nah, man. Just happy to be back on the mic, man. You already know what it is. It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> they missed you last week. Nah, I didn't give a fuck. Let it. <laughs> Everybody love James. Oh, for real? James the jellyfish. He took over. He funny. He took over. I can't believe that, man. Shout out to uh, uh, shout out to James real quick, man. James um never misses anything, and he hit us up this morning, man. So I don't know. I'm gonna pray for him. He, it ain't like him to miss something, but he hit us up this morning, say he wasn't feeling the best. So if you're listening to this show right now, reach out to him in his DMs. Make sure he's good. Mm-hmm. Make sure he's straight. But our brothers, hopefully, hopefully everything is good. He'll be back with us. Nigga let his girl week. experiment last night. <laughs> <laughs> shit didn't go too well. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga woke up hurting. Baby, baby, what you did now? <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. You good in the kitchen? I'm good. Everything good? All right, man. Uh, We're going to go ahead and get started. Um. With the top news stories, uh, something that came across my news feed this week is Derek Chauvin actually got sentenced to 22 and a half years for the killing of George Floyd. I think the family wanted 30, but they were happy that he did not get off with a slap on the wrist. I think that man is 50-something years old. So if he does serve a full term, 22 and a half years, we're looking at 70. That's your life gone. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's going to speak loud enough to other officers to give them um, some type of, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't do this if you see that this could actually happen. But I think we reported on this show, I think it's maybe 13% of officers who kill on a job actually do time. Yeah. So, And I don't think he'll do the full 22. I mean, I'm not sure how it works. I don't know if he got, you know, a possible... Cause he don't have no priors, so I feel like he would have if he good behavior. He might get out on maybe fifteen. Then you got your appeals. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was interesting. He gave that uh, his closing little statement, and he said he kept saying that uh, he apologized to the the Floyd family, but then he kept saying something about I can't talk about it because of other details coming out. But you guys will hear in the future. So I wonder what what else does he have to say? Like he seemed like he had a form of justification for what he did. I I was reading that that he apologized, but they they said the whole time he had been silenced because of something else that was going on behind the scenes. So I don't I don't know what that is. I'm interested to see what the fuck that is. Yeah, me too. And then the other officers, maybe he's waiting for their trials. Oh yeah, because they got right. their trials coming up too, and then maybe he could speak. And you know he they they decided not to put him on um on the on the stand, so he didn't get it get a chance to get examined by the prosecutors. That is um, true. Man. So, but I do. I'm interested to hear what he's going to say. Just want to hear what kind. I feel like he got some bullshit he want to say about trying to justify why he did what he did. I think, yeah, I agree with that 100. percent Because maybe he gonna blame it on the the way that they were trained or something like that. Oh, facts. Oh, facts. And if he got to testify in these other cases, then he can't fuck up the other cases. Yeah. But they might have still told him when you testify in this case, this is gonna help you over here. Yeah, because he seems way too calm up there, man. Um, like when he got sentenced to the 25, like no reaction on his face or anything like that. And when they said that he was guilty, when they called out the guilty verdict, like no shock on his face about that. He just don't. He just seemed like he got something up his sleeve. 
And well, they also prepare you for the outcomes. But I feel you. It's human to be like, damn, twenty five. Yeah, like, but he got to know all that, charges. Yeah, he got to know. I'm like, I'm not doing twenty five. Yeah, like I just feel like he feels like he got a sense of maybe confidence or entitlement that he know that that ain't the end. Mm. I hope that family didn't accept their apology then after we just said that. I heard they didn't. Okay. Good. And he looked over at him and I don't know. I don't know how I would feel. You killed my brother or you killed my son. And are you looking over at me saying, you know, I apologize. There's no apology. Right. Don't even acknowledge us, man. Yeah. You just, know how much healing that would take? Yeah. And the fact that you killed somebody that's close to me and then you also, it's such a big news story that I don't really have a chance to heal privately. Like yeah. everything that goes on is public with this. I got, I got to see his face everywhere. They yeah, just the face in the statues of George Floyd. Yeah, this week. like yeah, you don't. You yeah, don't. it's like you have to find a way to be proud of it because you can't, you can't like deal with it on your own. So you got to just kind of embrace it, and know that he is the the face of this movement. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I never really thought about it like that. But yeah, that is all true. Shit. But yeah, fuck Derek Chauvin, man. Yeah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> all right, man. Um. Also this week, um, if you eat Subway sandwiches, beware. Don't get the tuna. Facts. Don't Matter get the fact, tuna. Let's just keep it real. The tuna's imitation. Uh-huh. The crab is imitation. Uh-huh. The turkey ain't turkey. Shit process. Because it's processed. The chicken ain't chicken. It's rib parts and spare parts uh-huh. of chicken because it's processed. Right. Got a little chicken booty in there. I take that back. <laughs> if you enjoy Subway... Eat Subway. <laughs> but if you eat at Subway Jared. because you think it's healthier, then this would be your time to not eat it anymore. Yeah. But if you enjoy that shit, I'm pretty sure you can enjoy other processed shit. So this yeah. shit shouldn't be a shock to you. And now that I got the internet and I, I'm older, I can see that that whole Jared shit was a hell of a damn marketing thing. It was. <laughs> like, as you get older, you realize this nigga wasn't walking to Subway every fucking day eating a sandwich. But they say he would walk. No, they said he ran to it. So did he walk or run? I don't know. He probably started walking. walking. That nigga was big as shit. He probably, because if he tried to run, I'm pretty sure he turned around that first <laughs> few times. Like, nah, this ain't today. This ain't today. Remember when you was bigger? Or, because I'm, me, we both were bigger. Yeah. At one point. Remember when you were bigger and, like, the first time you tried to get active and run, how bad that shit right, felt? Right, bruh. Like, you couldn't imagine yourself where you're at <laughs> now. Like, running three miles is like, whoa, I can't believe right. I did that shit. Because there was a time. Where honestly, just one rebound going down the court and coming back, and I'm like, bro, can we stop playing? <laughs> yeah, man. I remember at first time I tried to run around the neighborhood. I goddamn look back. I'm like, damn, I ain't got nowhere. Like <laughs> 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 a sweating and shit. I'm like, all right, just make a one loop. Cause the front the plan was to do a mile or two. I'm like, just make one loop around the neighborhood and Did then get back. Successful. We'll, we'll do two loops tomorrow. <laughs> you gotta work up to it, man. Like so, yeah, I could imagine him running and saying, man, fuck this shit. I'm about to walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Nigga with the subway. But that was a hell of a marketing plan, man. Even if it was real or fake, the fact that you can go to subway every day and lose weight yeah. sold a lot of people. And that nigga made a lot of money until we found out he was touching them boys. Oh, that did happen. Or he wasn't touching. He had porn. He had child porn on there, whatever yeah, that means. That did happen. Yeah, I, don't, I still I don't know if that means you got naked pictures of kids or you got kids having sex or you having sex with little kids. It's still sick. It's very sick to fucking touch kids. Right. I read some articles this week about uh, guys hiding cameras. Uh, a dad hit a camera to 
record his daughter and her friends in the other room. Like, nigga. Ew. What was he doing? Just want to make sure they weren't doing anything crazy. He wanted some fucking kitty porn. Ew. Like, come on, dog. Like, bruh, it's free porn. <laughs> it's porn hub out there, bruh. Get on and that. And you shit. can search whatever you want besides child shit. Honestly, and then honestly, I was talking to my boy this week. Porn is alarming when you get into the teen porn. Oh, yeah, the because, Lolitas. Because the way they try <laughs> to make them look so young. Yeah. And then you never really know how old those girls are. Then they are hit you anyway. with the barely legal. Like, you a sick dude. You if want you the barely, barely legal. Because it's like you, you want something younger, but legally you know you can't. I had, so you going to go for somebody that's 18 years and one day old. I hadn't looked for a barely legal since I was 16. Yeah. Because they were like, I'm like, ooh, 18 year old. Yeah, it looked like me. I go to school with. Yeah. Nah. Like, cool. Shit. Now I'm into the MILF grandma MILF. shit. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Like, I want to see some saggy titties. BBW. Um, uh, I can go down and list all the nasty shit I'll be watching on porn. Right. Nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It used to be my shit for a minute, man. Y'all ain't here to hear us talk about porn, but yeah, that used to be my <laughs> shit for a minute. The pies. The pies are crazy. Uh-huh. Um, all right, man, we're gonna leave that alone. But yeah, Jared Subway, hell of a market scheme. Um, shit, fuck it. Yeah, that's why I fuck with Jimmy John's. <laughs> oh, Jimmy John's <laughs> is good though. You can't fuck with them because wasn't their CEO like he was out there? Yeah, he, he was killing animals, animals like animals. elephants and stuff sport, like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, danger animals. Yeah, I think he just got caught. I feel like all these CEOs. But that's better than touching kids. <laughs> no, to, I mean, depending on who you are. I, I can't argue. Yeah, but nah, the nigga was out there killing lions and shit. It wasn't even like, no, like, he was doing, like, these hunts that were scripted. Like, he would go out there with a guy, and they would basically pull the lion out for him, for him oh. to shoot. Like, he wasn't doing nothing. Like, he had to go track the lion and stuff like He's that. He's weak. Yeah. Yeah, very weak. You're weak, man. You're supposed to hunt an animal. And then they try to justify it, and they say that all that money, because they pay maybe, because I, I know... Um, working at the bank, they pay like $30,000 to go on these hunts. Yeah. Uh, but they say that that money goes to um, the wildlife funds. <laughs> so the money goes to save the animals. That yeah, that you're killing. <laughs> Kill so one, save convoluted. 10. Yeah. This is all a, a big scheme. Yeah. All right. Yo, the world is sick. Right. If you want a lion head that bad, just wait till one dive old age and ask them to send it to you. And nothing, you can lie and say you killed it. Nothing has a pure cause. Nah, it never does. Which makes me think Peter probably doesn't have a pure cause. Nah, but it, I would it like doesn't. to see what the fuck their their uh aim is or their political interest. Yeah. All right, man. COVID nineteen updates. Thirty nine percent is fully vaccinated in North Carolina. Forty six percent in the U.S. is fully vaccinated. Um, the numbers have been going down. Haven't moved much. I see people outside. Concerts have returned. J Cole announced his concert tour this year, uh, this week. So. I think most stadiums are now back to 100%. Um, most most everything is back to normal. Um, only thing I can say that's not back to normal is people in how uh, people at work. Uh, people still are not in offices. Downtown is still not busy. There's still no traffic on the road to work in the morning on the days I do got to go to work. Um, I read a story about this new Delta variant. Now, um, you could take this and you could do what you want with this information. Um, but the Delta variant is soon to become the the dominant variant here in the U.S. Now, right now in India, they've gone back to a mass mandate because of an outbreak of this variant. Um, This variant has been getting to those who are not vaccinated and killing them. Um, They are looking into an outbreak that happened in a Manatee County building in Florida 
a government building where there was an outbreak of, I think, seven COVID-19 cases. Um, the one person vaccinated survived. The other six died. Now, I didn't, you know, this this wasn't plastered on baller alert or anything like that. Like, I was just doing some digging and I, I found this. So, I mean, and I'm not here to say go get your vaccine and all that shit. I just find it interesting that this variant is out here doing damage. I don't know if this variant is going to reverse the progress made. Are they going to try to put us back on punishment? I don't know. Yeah. But it's something worth looking into. If I was y'all, I would go read about this Delta variant that's wreaking havoc in places that either have, like, I think Africa's 5% vaccinated, so they're having a lot of trouble over there. India had higher vaccination numbers, but still not enough, so you still got COVID out... 19 outbreaks and I think they just said we could travel to Europe now but Europe is still warning their citizens to not go to gyms I know here in America we go to the everything is back so right um I finally walked around Walmart without a mask on the other day felt great right I just I felt like it was only because I was like I'm the only nigga in here with a mask on (laughs) (laughs) like just go ahead bro I conform I got that that was how I was Probably like pre-COVID-19, I didn't have a mask on me. And then after the mask mandate, I went to the store and I was like, oh, so we putting these on for real. Yeah. I I guess I'm putting it on. And then, like you said, here recently, I literally would have it in my hand. And if everybody in the store had it on, I'm throwing it on. If nobody has it on, I'm taking it off. But I've watched the amount of people wearing masks slowly diminish. I'm gonna miss. Yeah. I'm gonna miss the mask though. The mask really did keep us from not getting sick. Yeah, I think I would still wear it every now and again, man. Uh, like if I'm not feeling too well, then I, I think I'm gonna wear it because I don't want to get anybody sick. I mean, I know people ain't gonna show me the same love, but I'm a, I'm gonna do my part, man. Yeah, because I nobody really got a cold. Nobody Facts. I know really got like a stomach virus, like any sickness that you can think of in 2020. Nobody got it that I know personally. I'm not. Talking about COVID numbers. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just talking about people I know personally. We had a pretty good year. Yeah. Like, nothing bought them down. And I know some people, they get sick all the time. So, I feel like that mask has something to do with it. Definitely, man. I mean, it was it came in handy. If it's stopping us from getting COVID, it's got to stop us from getting everything else. That's what I'm looking at. Exactly what I'm looking at. But, yeah. That's it in COVID-19 update. Man, we're going to kick it to Jukebox Johnny with the politics. Yes, sir. Hi. <laughs> All right, man. Welcome to uh, Politics with Jukebox. Um, let's start with the Capitol riot sentencing. We had our first uh, formal Capitol rioting, Capitol rioting sentencing um, as an Indiana woman by the name of Anna Morgan Lloyd. She had pled guilty to her charge, um, and she just received basically probation. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they total of 500 arrests were made were made for this incident to happen on Capitol Hill. If y'all don't remember when uh, the Trump supporters stormed uh, Capitol Hill and went up into the Senate and uh, House building um, and tore up some desks and things like that. So it was 500 arrests made. Some of these people are just, you know, there's their charge is just, um, what's it called when you go somewhere you ain't supposed to be loitering or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so this is kind of her situation. She just went on to um, 
to a uh, government building where she wasn't supposed to be at. She didn't get caught tearing anything up. So a lot of these are sentencings are going to be just like that. They're just going to get probation, uh, plead guilty, get probation for a few years. I wonder what the. But fuck some of these that. people, like the guy that uh, had the horns and stuff, like yeah. they're going to see some real charges. Uh, the guy that kicked his feet up on Pelosi's desk, they're going to see some real charges. Um, but a lot of people were upset about it because she was the first sentencing to come out, and it just seemed like it was just a slap on her wrist. She paid five hundred bucks to have probation for two years. And I'm pretty sure those protesters during Black Lives Matter who got charges probably might be still dealing with those charges, so they know firsthand. Like we do peaceful protests, and we get charges, and we don't get slaps on the wrist. So yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a little bit of that, but that's. Insane. Yeah, and like they say that she pled guilty, so three of her charges, which are all misdemeanors, got dropped. So she just has to do a community service, pay five hundred bucks, and have probation for three years. I'm a white woman. You think yeah. you're gonna give me time? Get out of here. I want to see what the black dude gonna get because there was a black guy up there that was a rapper or some shit. You talking about the nigga that was just standing there? Yeah, I want to see what he gonna get. They gonna hit that nigga with the <laughs> whole book. They gonna be like, you the one ah. that incited this. And, and with your lyrics and, and they, <laughs> hey, all the people that's getting the real time that's in the interrogation room it was him uh-huh, he like, was the man recognize anybody but that was the guy right there with the uh the do-rag i said listen here juman <laughs> jake you think this gonna work <laughs> he told me it would hey man <laughs> hey man you gotta choose a side brother chose his side and went over there hey man i don't feel sorry for that nigga you should have stayed your ass at home this shit ain't got hey stay out of white <laughs> folks business people and he was in there taking pictures and shit, talking he was there promoting his album. Dumbass. <laughs> Promote your ass in jail. All right. Also, this week, Supreme Court sided with the NCAA athletes. Um, so this ruling is kind of a step closer to athletes getting paid. Uh, pretty much what they were fighting over were the NCAA was basically saying that the only they can give college athletes are scholarships. Um, with the Supreme Court ruling in favor of the athletes, now they can offer more than a scholarship. They can offer, but it has to still be school related. So they can offer like study abroad paid for, or they can offer um, paying for their law degree after they graduate. Mm. So you can add a little bit more to it. So, I mean, it's a big step now um, for athletes getting some kind of compensation for basically making all that money for the schools. So they just get more than a free education now, but it's still school related. So still no dollars being handed over. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, Depending on the program, they should pay them out. They're selling their jerseys, fam. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to put the name on the back, but if I'm buying North Carolina number one, I'm buying North Carolina number one because number one's my guy. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's the jersey I want. Yes. I know that, too, when I used to work at Champs. Like, people would come in there when we did sell college jerseys, and they would want a certain number. If if we didn't have that number, then they didn't want the jersey. That's... That's just crazy, bro. Right. Pay them dudes. Give It's profit sharing at the end of the day. If you're making profit off the student, give them a percentage. That's it. And yeah. if you're not making any profit off the student, then don't give them a percentage. Yeah, you should be allowed to make some type of money off your likeness. Because college students don't have any fucking money. They like, really don't, bro. Even though they're athletes, like they're still getting things paid. And then you get pissed at them for taking... Corvettes and expensive yeah. bills, and like oh, are selling their shoes. Yeah, like my nigga, what do you want me to do? I'm just trying to get food at the calf. Yeah, that's my goal. <laughs> I don't get it. They gotta do something, man. But then it's, it also does go into the student schools that have the most money. How they now have an advantage of getting the better athletes. Like I said, 
Profit sharing. They, huh? Yeah, it's profit sharing. Yeah. If you make the profit, then you deserve to get the best athletes. If you got the money to get the athlete, you deserve to get the athlete. That is true because, I mean, if you were a, Cause a if you financial were, guy and J.P. Morgan can pay you more than a state employee, you're going to go to J.P. Morgan. Morgan. Very true, man. Make a good point, sir. Mm. All right. Well. <laughs> All right, Senator Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, uh, he got in trouble this week. So apparently this dude is a member of an all-white uh, country club. And um, he defended his affiliation with them this week uh, by saying that they did have people of color at one point. <laughs> but right now it just so happens that it's an all-white country club. He said he would not be leaving. They, it's called the Bailey's Beach Club. Uh, he's been a long-time member since 1984, why him and his wife. Why they want him to leave? Because ain't no black people there? Yeah. Is he white? He's white. He don't have to leave. I mean, yeah. You're right. I don't think he should leave either. If I'm in an all-white club, I can't get nothing But to now leave. they're pressuring him to get the club to start adding people of color. And I think this falls into why do we want to be a part of something that we ain't supposed to be a part of? I think that's black people's problem. Sometimes, <laughs> like, bro, everything ain't for everybody. I said that shit last week about Juneteenth, and I said about this country club. Nigga, make your own. Yeah. This is not, like, let's make our own. We got our country club. I say, like, the barbershop is our country club. Yes. Like, and I understand, like. Like, a white person feels so out of place in a black barbershop. Exactly. That's how we would feel yeah, at this club. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you got black guys who play golf who are part of country clubs. Yeah. Like, we don't need to be a part of each and every country club. Just the freedom to be allowed to get in. I'm pretty sure they don't have a rule where blacks can't get in. It may be hard for black. Yeah, I mean, in. you gotta get approved by the board to be a member, which that could. I can see how. I can see how that would affect it. Yeah, but if they don't want your black ass nigga, so what? Go. Somewhere. Why? Do, yeah. Why do you want to be part of it so bad? Just to say that, hey, these people are not letting black people in. Yeah, and I'm not gonna force anybody to do something like if he don't feel the need to speak up for black people, then cool, nigga, go enjoy your country club. Like, yeah. Don't pressure that man, like, because I don't want him wearing a daishiki on Juneteenth and doing the Dougie. I'm good. So yeah, now nah, that'd be funny, man. That would be funny. I'd like to see Biden and them do the Dougie one time. Shit, electric see. slide. Keep it simple. I would no. like to see Biden. Cupid <laughs> uh, <laughs> shuffle. Nah, we good. Okay. <laughs> Just keep your promises to the people that you said you, you could give me a two step. For. Yeah, they could do that. I think Biden probably got a good two step. It's gonna be a little offbeat, but it's gonna be good. You are gonna have a nice bounce with it. I don't think so. I think yeah. that nigga has no rhythm. You and know, now this shit going on with rhythm? TikTok. Bill Clinton got rhythm. Oh, yeah. B- Bill played the sax on Arsenio Hall, bro. Exactly. We ain't never going to be. Hey, that's how he got his black card. Bill Clinton be out there, goddamn. Nigga got a C-class black card. Started playing the saxophone. Bush got rhythm. He Bush? Learned from, uh, no. He learned it from Obama. Uh, Michelle. Oh, Michelle, yeah. I still don't get their friendship. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Illuminati shit, probably. Nah, she bad as hell. Goddamn, I had to shoot. Hey, I don't blame her, man. Michelle Obama is a baddie, but I ain't gonna disrespect uh, think, King think about, o- King Barack like think that. About, we was talking about married people before. Think about how many compliments he don't give her. See, Bush been married for a minute. Now, oh yeah, good today. You wearing that dress, girl? I like. Yeah, that. true that. She like. Oh, I like his. I like his compliments. You, you all right? Hey, he might. Some guys mastered that. I had a homeboy when I was in college. He used to always like compliment girls' shoes at the club. Now she used to always work for that nigga. Hey, you got to go Some niggas master the compliment. I'm not really good at compliments because my shit is not genuine, probably. My shit is always genuine. Yeah, I you do a good job of complimenting people. I can't tell a, a non-pretty person they're not pretty. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Y'all was, y'all, was, y'all was saying something, and I cut you guys off. Uh, I don't know what we were talking Before about. Before we switched over to Bush and Michelle Obama's relationship. I forget. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, but yeah, man. I don't know what I was going to say. Okay. Okay, fuck uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was talking about TikTok. I wanted to say oh, something yeah, about TikTok. TikTok too, yeah. About how the black creators aren't dancing right now, and they, now they're saying the white people don't have nothing to do. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Nope. nope, we won't give you any soul. This I want, week. Yeah, I want to see how that's gonna go. Hey, white creators, we'll be back on TikTok. We they gonna come up with something. Shit. They gonna start doing the stupid challenges and once that, where they gonna start sucking up cinnamon again or something like that. Let me just skip to the challenge <laughs> these motherfuckers is doing. They're fake crying on TikTok. <laughs> if you haven't seen these white women fake crying on TikTok, this shit is really disturbing. Yeah, it's called the um, and I got it right here since I'm skipping. It's called the um, turn it off challenge. I think. Cut it off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sick. Like they literally cry, and the voice says no, and it says turn it off, and they just be like smiling devilishly. But wow. they sell the shit out of the cry, and I, all I can think about is the movie Daddy's Little Girls, mm-hmm. where shout out to my nigga Idris. Shout out to Idris, man. That was a good movie. Um, where he goes and when she finds out that he got a rape charge, but the rape charge is from a white girl that he was messing around with at a party. Mm-hmm. When her father caught them, she turned them tears on and yeah. said, he raped me. And I was like, that shit is probably triggering to somebody. Hell, I ain't never had no relations with a, a white girl to be in that type of position mm-hmm. for somebody to be looking at me like like that. So I, I could imagine how triggering that is for somebody who's been in that position. Yeah. Like, that shit's got to be triggering. Like, it's, it looks, yeah, looks, for, especially it for them like. to say that just point, knowing that's a lie. Now, I know back in the day, niggas used to be damn beg for the coochie, and now that's considered rape. But as far as like. Well, they use their whiteness because they know if he's going to get him in trouble. Black dude, he's getting in trouble. They're going to believe that he raped me. That's like that lady in the Central Park when the guy was, uh, I don't know what was going on, when she was trying to, I don't know, her dog. Remember oh, that shit? And she called the cops. And on she's him. like, you know what happens to black guys when the police comes? Now, you wrong for that, lady. So you, we all know the truth, but for you to say it out loud and publicly. You wrong for that. So this challenge is like the same thing. Like, you know, like you seeing your ability to turn these tears on just kind of further proves that whole Karen thing when they call the police on us. Your ability to all of a sudden being so, you know, just so either either you're mad because of our dogs or you're mad because our music too loud. And now yeah. you're just acting like somebody did the worst shit in the world to you. You call the police, you get us killed, or you get a shot, or you get us arrested over something that was so innocent because you know that your voice has way more power. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're always going to come to the defense of a white woman. Always. Yes, yes. They feel like they're the most vulnerable people in the world, so they're going to always come out there and try to protect them. A lady uh, called the uh, uh, police on a family that was using an Airbnb in her neighborhood because they were black, and she didn't think they were supposed to be there, so she called the police on them. <laughs> That's some Karen shit. Yeah. It's like, damn, you ain't got nothing better to do, first of all. Like, at least give them a reason to call the police. Let them throw a party. Yeah. Let them start a barbecue that they ain't supposed to be having. Or catch them smoking weed first. Like, use something to get your end. Don't just call because they ain't supposed to be there. I don't think he's supposed to be. That's how Trayvon died. Yeah. George didn't think he was supposed to be in the neighborhood. And I still think Zimmerman a Mexican. He should have known better. Yeah, I didn't think that. I don't was know cool. what his nationality is, but bro, you definitely if you in a room full of white folk, they going you going to be the outcast. I remember when that was a thing. When you went to a white neighborhood and they knew you didn't live there. And so it was like, who is this black kid in my neighborhood? 
is he up to something? I remember, yeah. like, that was, like, people think shit like this is a long time ago. That was just in the 90s, in the neighborhood I live in now, down the street, in this neighborhood called, like, Wyndham or some shit. Yeah. Like, I remember going to visit my black friend that lived there, and he was the only black family in the neighborhood. So it was like, who are these black kids? Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's yeah. rough. That shit just happened a couple, what, a month ago with the white guy that's like a military man, and it was a black kid walking around the neighborhood. Yeah. He was all up in his face and shit. Like, what are you doing in my neighborhood? Like, he, like, right. bro, he lives there. And I'm trying to think about it, because that kid's probably like the same age as my nephew. My nephew wouldn't have known what to do in that situation. Yeah, you should, as an adult, you should stop intimidating teenagers. Right. Stop intimidating <laughs> teenagers. Stop touching little girls. Like, just stop it. Stop it. Stop it, man. Yeah, you really got, because you, you get you talk to these children, you see a mindset and certain things. It's like, you're going to sit there and argue with somebody or try to scare somebody of that age. Yeah, they're not. They, they're kids, man. They, yeah, they, what they want to do. Like, if you think about a teenager, what's their goal when they get up in the morning? Shit. Get some food that they food. mama or daddy done made for them. And Cereal. then get on their phone. Video games. Yeah, get on their video games. And you sitting here arguing with them. Sticks all day. You know yeah. <laughs> then something if I'm really outside, I'm looking to go hoop. Or I'm looking yeah, to go yeah. do something. Like, it's like these niggas got no worries in the world, but you want to give them a worry about arguing with them. Why be on the subject of these Karens? Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just. Cause Karen, I what's the white man? They ain't got no white man name yet. I want to call him Tom. That's a good one. Have you guys seen this? <laughs> this, this Karen trailer is playing in the background. And I haven't seen this. A black family moves into a white neighborhood. That's my girl from uh, Hustle and Flow. <laughs> wow. Wow, she, she put a camera size. on her house to watch their house. Oh, I'm watching this shit. Damn. This is very accurate. Mm -hmm. Kind of like um, the show that was just on Amazon. Wow. She got her husband arrested. Oh, this is going to be good. This is a hidden gem on BET. Confederate flag, soap dispenser. But Karen's scary as fuck, though. Damn. Hey, this is literally like a dramatic of everything we just discussed. Right. What happens when you kill Karen at the end of the movie? Do you go to jail for life? That's a good question. <laughs> like, I feel like that's going to end with Karen. I don't know how that's going to end. I feel like stuff's going to happen to Karen, and they're going to reveal that she really likes a secret devil worshiper or something like that. Oh, that would be dope. Right. That would be like a <laughs> twist. I fuck with that. Oh, uh, was that even politics? Yeah, man. We went off target. Nah, we good. We moved on perfectly. Um. Oh, I did want to say, hey, for all y'all people. 
um, that got children. Y'all will start get y'all three hundred dollar monthly checks. I, uh, I don't want that. next month. Uh, um, I have to figure out what you gotta do then, because you can you can um, because you can that say that you don't want it, but they automatically gonna send it to you unless you opt out. But they but what about next year? So you can't claim it on the taxes if they pay you up front. Yeah, you won't be able to claim it on your taxes. So, you won't yeah. get your child tax credit. So I need to opt out. Yeah, I gotta figure out how you opt out. I need to opt out. Like I said, my mom has my letter at the house. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So this week, man. Matter of fact, uh, it's Monday, so Saturday over the weekend we had our versus Soldier Boy face off <laughs> Draco against Bow Wow. Uh, this was in L.A. This was in L.A. Uh, I'm not sure where they held it. You know where they held it? It was. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's coincide with the BET Awards. I know. Okay. Yeah. So perfect weekend to have yeah. it. Perfect weekend to have it. Um. Draco looked like Draco, like he needs to stop doing drugs. Um, <laughs> Bow Wow looked, Bow Wow looked good. He had a high Ohio jersey on. Uh, yeah, he got hot immediately though. Oh yeah, after like maybe four songs. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, it's hot as hell, and he's drinking this shit. Jerseys are hot. Bow Wow looked like every nigga I went to high school with. They kind of let themselves go a little bit. They used to be that, that man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Bow Wow. But Bow Wow too still, much Tennessee. He was he's pretty cool. like I hate the antics of. Of rappers like Bow Wow, like when they do that lame stuff. Yeah, but I, I like to see you know just them growing up, just being adult. Like he did a, this honestly, y'all, this is probably the second best verses. It the energy was good. They kept selling it like it was a fight. They were talking shit back and forth. Yeah. And it was all in fun and games. Nobody took any because of personal. Big Draco though. Big Draco sold that shit. You think Big Draco sold it? I mean, Bow Wow was a good participant, and he did perform yeah, when right. he got on the stage. He performed, but the, I just wanted to see like the whole thing was me wanting to see Soldier Boy what he was gonna do the whole night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Soldier Boy didn't disappoint. Neither did, and, and I didn't know what to expect from Bow Wow. And Bow Wow, I think, put on a great show. Mm-hmm. Even the part where he took the the whole Soldier Boy snippet, yeah, of Soldier Boy on the internet ranting and raving about going to. First of all. Bow Wow sitting over here looking like, bro, you know you lying. But <laughs> him going to private school, uh, Bow Wow went to private school. I had to go to public school. I had to yeah. do this. I sold I crack. niggas. <laughs> and I love the way he flipped it. He said, while you was doing that lame ass shit, I was making hits. And that nigga just dropped the song. I said, all right, Bow Wow. You- yeah, he did a good job, man. He had a hell of a showmanship out there. He bought out DJ Paul. Yep. DJ Paul for side to side. He bought out uh one of the franchise boys. Yep. Um for um I don't know if y'all remember that song. Uh what was it? Oh, I think they like me. Yeah. He was on the remix. He killed that remix. Brought um, out a Marion. Bought out oh, of course we knew he was gonna bring yeah. out Big Brother O. And I think Soldier Boy ended up bringing out Lil Romeo. Yeah, Lil Romeo. Now why did Soldier Boy bring out Romeo? I didn't understand. Again, another performance that I don't know why like Soldier Boy, how he was involved with this song at all. Unless he but he brought out or maybe he just felt like Little Romeo should have been involved somehow because of just you know, him the and Bow Wow were kind of the two young guys at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I mean I feel like that's why he brought him out. But it was uh it was a very entertaining versus. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it was super entertaining. Seal Gucci man. and Jeezy Jesus my favorite, but I gotta think this might be in my top three or five. I don't yeah. know what number two is right now because right now I'm still stuck in the moment. Jada Kiss and Fabulous are barely holding on for me at this point because okay. at the time they did their verses, that was a good versus. Yeah. But since then we've had no, nothing's topping Jeezy and Gucci. I think we have to just say that right now. Right, like, boy, Gucci and Jeezy would have been live. I mean, they were semi live because they had people. They there. had people in Atlanta. Yeah, but this right here, I can see somebody saying that this one was better. 
Yeah, it was definitely a good one, man. Because they performed, they put on a show, they entertained. Ozzy Brothers was good, too. Ozzy Brothers and Earth, Wind & Fire was good. I think the Ozzy Brothers would have had a chance to have an audience. I think this new wave of verses were outside being open. You get you an audience. Yeah. You get to rock the crowd. You get to rock the show. You know what I'm saying? It's Even when they, like, and I think that's why I like the Jada Kids Fab one. It was the first time they started performing the song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it was just dope to see the performances. And so it just, from then on, you know what I'm saying? People just stopped letting yeah. the song play and they started singing along with it. Um, What's next? Who next? Um, I, I would like to see your uh, Luda and Nelly redo. Yes. Because Nelly Wi-Fi was fucked up. And Nelly now Wi-Fi that they can perform them shits, that shit might be hard. <laughs> they can get in that top five. Yeah. Because <laughs> they only, the only gripe about them was what you just said, but then Nelly got drunk. Yeah. And the nigga was playing songs that he thought was hot. But we don't. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was the only thing that hurt that versus. Because Ludacris was like, you want to keep going? We keep get. Well, yeah, right, we gonna go ahead and just slide up out of here. Yeah, Luda don't drink no more for his health. So, <laughs> yeah, Nelly was drunk. It was a damn hurricane going on. Yeah, I checked the weather in St. Louis when like that was happening. <laughs> I was like, wow, it really is. I thought he was flexing. I'm like, wow, it really is a storm, man. Yeah, I think they should redo that one, man, for sure. Live at wow. a concert, that should be. Imagine the cameos in that bitch. Everybody, they can bring anybody. Two chains, yeah, lunatic, little John, hell, Jason Aldean, whoever that nigga. Oh yeah, Florida Georgia Line, Florida Georgia Line, yeah, man, yeah, that should be a redo, man. Yeah, they definitely need to redo that. I don't know what's next on Versus. That was the only one I was looking forward to was the Bow Wow Soldier one. Yeah, I was too, and it did not disappoint. It matter of fact, it did what they said it was gonna do. It was a great fucking Versus, man. Good job, man. Good shout out to that, man. Yep. Um, this week in music, man. Also, man, Trick Daddy was on Clubhouse with his opinions. <laughs> Trick love the kids with his opinions, and his opinions is getting him kicked in the ass. Nor does he give a fuck. He said something that I actually agree with. He said Beyonce wasn't that great of a singer. Now, did he say it in those words? No. He said she can't sing. It's the difference between singing and singing, and you know she's all right. He did go into details about her having vocal trainers that he knew, so on and so forth. Um. I I don't have a problem with his opinion, but you know the Beehive, they hopped on him. They dropped his restaurant score on Google down to two stars by giving <laughs> bad <this> reviews. <laughs> the shit was like, damn, like these fans go hard. He hopped on the radio the next day to double down, though. And, yeah. And say, you know, I didn't say anything offensive, which he didn't. Um, he just gave his opinion. I think people got to, like, stop with the, the, like, everybody got an opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like that about <laughs> rap. Like you can't make a top five list without Jay Z on it. I don't feel like you should have to put Jay Z on your top right. five. If you don't like Jay Z's music, then you don't have to say you like Jay Z's music. Like who do you like? Because this is your unique opinion. I think he mentioned Whitney and Mariah and uh, uh, Adele. Which True. I mean, if that's three what better you're, singers than Beyonce. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it depends on what your criteria is, really. Now, if we're talking about entertainer and somebody who is killing the shit, yeah, fuck yeah, right. I mean, she up there with Michael Jackson. If we talk about entertainment wise and what they do and sell out numbers to show that they put on, yeah. But if you just talk about vocal skills, just vocal skills, singing. You're right. Like acapella, put them in a room, put them in a church. She got acapella. Them three people that he named 
or would probably, you know, excuse me for saying this, they would do a better job than Beyonce. I ain't going to say they go wash her because I ain't trying to get my ass whooped. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they would do a better job than Beyonce is singing a cappella in a room. A lot of people would. I mean, you got Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. There's Jasmine a lot of people Sullivan. with strong voices out there. Yes. I mean, that's yes. not Beyonce's strong point. Uh, her performance, the the work that she put in is her strong point. Carrying a tune, performing a song. It, and, and honestly, man, to let people know, performing even includes when you go in the studio and perform a song. Like, when you read, they don't have these anymore, kids. But everybody that's old enough to remember, in the book, it would say written by, and then it would say performed by. Yeah. So it, there's an art to performing a song. Like, you don't have to sing it the best, but you need to be able to sell it. There's songs written for people who can't perform it. Like, I wrote a song for XYZ. Or, matter of fact, Neo would write songs for himself, and the label felt like he was a poor performer. So they would... He wrote songs for people. Hell, he wrote songs yeah. for Beyonce. A lot of guys. The Dream was like that. The Dream had to put in a lot of years giving his best songs to Usher and uh, Justin Timberlake, Beyonce, yeah. and Rihanna. And then finally, Def Jam was like, all right, we made enough money off you. Let's just see what you can do singing-wise. <laughs> exactly. Like, give give him a shot to perform, yeah. and he did a good job. Same with Neo. Neo did the same thing. He had to put in a lot of time giving away his best music to other people. He has a song called Go On Girl. And it's the flip of he wrote both of these. He wrote, mm-hmm. um, "You must not know about me." You. Yeah. So he wrote that, but then he flipped it with "Gone Girl," same beat, but you know what I'm saying? Like he performed the shit out of "Gone Girl." It was a great song. It was a hit song. Yeah. Um, same thing with Beyonce. So just showing, like, yeah, like he got to be able to perform that. I couldn't see him because I remember when he was on Versus, he told he was told the story about uh, that song that he did for Beyonce, You Must Not Know About Me. Like, it was written originally for something he had in mind, but she's the better person for that song. Right. It just is what it is. You make a lot more money off Beyonce singing it. Than Neo singing Yeah, definitely. I don't want to hear Neo singing that song. <laughs> definitely, man. I mean, same with T- T-Pain, man. Like, see, T-Pain wrote a lot of hits, too. Produced a lot of hits, too. He puts together good music. But that voice thing has always been a hindrance in his career. Do you do you think uh, he killed music with autotune? I don't think he killed music, but I think he did open up a new lane in music. I agree with that. Um, because once he did it, a lot of people just saw what you could do with autotune. Mm-hmm. And like Kanye used the hell out of it, too. But T-Pain was the first. But if you ever listen to a T-Pain song, it's just so well put together. I don't know if that's him, his engineers, or people he work with. But like just like the background things that go on in a T-Pain song. like It sounds like he a group. It do sound like you agree. Yeah, it do sound like you agree. But T-Pain, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would never say T Pain ruined music. I don't think that was something that should have. I'm not T Pain, so I can see how that got him down. I take yeah. that back. I, I, I take that back. I can see how sitting next to Usher of all people, and Usher telling you, "I feel like you ruined music," could put you in a depression. Right. Because I think at that point he probably he started to sing without auto tune. Like, he started to step outside the zone that he had created, and I don't think it, he needed to do it. He has a beautiful voice. Yeah, I've I heard, heard him, him sing the National Anthem before. I've heard him on Tiny Desk Concert. Like, yeah. The man is talented. Like, nah, it didn't yeah. move. But like you said, he opened up a whole entire land. He's been hurt by that a lot because, I mean, I think Jay-Z did the death of the auto-tune, and he said that it was kind of hard for him to make music after that as well because it was like it was like a shot at him. I think the death of the auto-tune was shot at the rappers more so. Mm-hmm. Like, you might have felt like there was a shot at you, but to me, Death of the Auto-Tune was a shot at Lil Wayne. 
it was a shot at every rapper after Lil Wayne. Like all of these, they still use out a little baby uses auto tune. Yeah, I mean it's just part of music now. That's why I don't think he ruined music. I think he just added a piece to it. And I think the and it's always folks, been there. No one just ever took advantage of it. Yeah, it's literally a setting. Yeah, in the in the, in the uh, program that they use. And he just said, I'm going to. And people have made music. great music with it. that uh, Snoop shit. Uh, uh, she going to get in her before I. That yeah. shit. Like, that shit was hard. Could you imagine that with no auto tune? It yeah, would sound horrible. <laughs> so, I mean, I I would be. I can still, like, you got someone as great as Usher telling you that it does hurt. But, I mean, when you really get deep into it, you didn't ruin music, bro. Not I still don't think ruin, music has ever been ruined. No, he not just revamped it. Yeah. Because you got to think about computer love. Oh, yeah. See, that's actually done with a, a, what's it called? No, the synthesizer. Yeah. But yeah. It's the same thing. It comes Same concept. Same. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because now I can tune it with the keys in key. Who did computer love? Zap. Okay. Yeah. Could you imagine uh, No. Marvin Gaye or somebody coming up to Zap and say you ruin music? Or... I can't imagine Ty Dolla Sign's remake without it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Or Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson be using the hell out some auto tune too. I think those guys love that shit though. Like they had more love for each other. And these guys, especially in rap and in music, I feel like they have so much fame and power that they just want to control the game and they don't like when it changes. Cause that means you gotta ch- like Jay Z eventually used auto tune. Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty much what happened. He, he tried to kill auto tune, it didn't die. He just said fuck. Right. <laughs> and Usher has evolved too. Usher has embraced Atlanta a lot more than he used to when he first started. Like he started to catch on with the Atlanta trends with the snap music and stuff like that. But he was never an innovator. No, no. He, he Usher's was, never been an innovator in this game. Performer. Yeah. He's a performer. Yeah. I write you a song. You perform it. We make money. Yeah. Which I mean, I still think he the king. I mean, I think R. Kelly the king, but I can't say that out loud. Uh, but. Usher is a close second to me as far as the R&B thing goes. Out loud. Okay. (laughs) Speaking out loud. I don't think there's anything wrong with recognizing R. Kelly's musical accomplishments. We're not saying he's the king. Like, you should, you know, let him tie you up in the basement. (laughs) Just saying musically he was good. Like, Yeah, he really is the GOAT when it comes to that R&B shit. They try to do that. They try to do that in sports. Like, they don't talk about how great OJ was no more. Oh, yeah, they don't. They took it away from Like. (laughs) Well, let's, let's now it's Walter Payton. Yeah, let's talk about what. No, it was the juice. <laughs> yeah, and they they try to do it R. Kelly, and not saying we agree with OJ killing his wife, and not saying we agree with um, R. Kelly what he did, but we, something like snatching people's accomplishments don't mean they didn't happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's some people just can't separate the person from the music that they made or the things that they did. What would the world do if Michael Jordan got part? Because he's one of the most famous athletes or people ever yeah. outside of Michael Jackson. Outside of Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan is look like everyone in the world. Yeah. We're on how many generations removed from Michael Jordan? These kids know who that is. Right. No, I mean, you're right. It'd be tough. Even with Michael Jackson, like they tried to bring him down. Um, I don't know if it's because of the era that he was in where it wasn't much internet going on, but it was hard to bring Michael down because he was so big. And you can't... Like, even if you brought him down a few notches, he's still so far above everybody else. You, it's like he's still above everybody. He's above it. You, some people you just can't kill. That's true. You just got to recognize their accomplishments, man. Oh, and the king of R&B is Chris Brown. I'm Here saying it go. now. I'm saying it now. 
I mean, if you know, we gotta talk about who the king of R and B is. Who's still active in music, and Usher is still active in music. Yeah, he is. He is. Usher may win a versus Chris. I think by the end of Chris. How old Brown, is Chris Brown? Got to be in his thirties now. All right, How maybe so. Um, because what age did Usher start to become? I don't want to say irrelevant, but as not as popular. We we had this conversation. It was shortly after the confessions. Chris Brown is thirty two. Yeah, so damn yeah. that nigga only a few years younger than me. That nigga got a long way to go, and he's on everything. Well, I think Usher has some a uh, uh, semi decent run after Confessions. <sighs> that moving mountains and that I don't mind and all that stuff. He had some some bangers. He got that new song out. I uh, like it. Yeah, yeah. He just. I, I think it's hard for him to be marketed my now. My way to Confessions and after Confessions, it's like this. Yeah, I like it's definitely on the downtrend. <laughs> after confession confessions is the peak uh and i don't know if he'll ever get back chris to that. like a stop that just does this over years yeah <laughs> this definitely. nigga ain't turned the corner yeah definitely and he's found a way to stay like relevant i wish usher would have did all the hooks for back all in the, the rappers day. like i wish he would have been a hook whore yeah because you know what you know who else did it it kept him relevant lil wayne was a verse whore and he was a hook whore yeah, he was. Drake is the same way. He's a hook whore. He's Drake, a verse whore. Drake is different in this way. Drake will find the youngest dude on the come up, hop on that track, and now Drake's still relevant. Because I, cause he's relevant. Yeah. Because Drake is has the mind enough to realize that although no one knows you, the music you make is relevant in the industry I'm in. Let me get on this. Right. Let I'm going to blow you up. This. and that, But I'm going to blow you up, but I'm still going to be who I am. He gave Key Glock his hit. Yeah, a lot of guys. <laughs> What's that uh, a shit he did with the dude out of Memphis? Key Glock. That's him? Oh, that okay. Was yeah, yeah. Key Glock, his, his joint. 901, 205. Yeah, yeah. Look that shit's still hard. Alive, like. I ain't never no other song from him before, but Drake cashed in. And Key Glock got what he needed to cash in. Yeah. Now he's signed to Dolph. Key Glock is pretty Even with the Migos. He hopped on the Migos shit. I'm not going to say he made the Migos. You don't I, think so? I can't say that. You think they would still would have been? I think the Migos was going to be successful regardless of the Drake feature. You don't yeah. feel like he gave them some steroids um, with that with that I feature? Be, I would be lying if I would have said he didn't juice them, if he didn't help propel their stock. But I think the Migos was going to be the Migos. Like, they were already on the up. I mean, the people around them... It. They had a wasn't good, gonna let that happen. You know, they wasn't gonna let him fail. You right. It's like the baby. The baby had a good enough crew that he was eventually going to be on. If he would have got a Drake feature, maybe after his second mixtape, that would have definitely helped that that shit. Yeah. But what's looking, up with the baby and Drake? Are they beefing or something? Because I've seen the Drake talk about he's gonna have to do a song with Drake. I seen baby saying he want to do a song with Drake, and then he tweeted some shit later that it don't matter who on my tracks, I'm still gonna be a hit. So I don't know if Drake don't want to fuck with him or what's going on with that. I don't. Cause I don't maybe because I mean, Drake do a song with Lil Baby all the time, but I don't think they got no songs together. They got that remix together, but that's not really considered them making music together, the Baby and the Drake. The Baby and Drake got a remix together? They got, uh, it's Drake, Future, and Baby. What song is that? It's uh, Life is Good. The baby on the remix. Oh, he is on the remix. And little baby on the remix too. But it's not like a song that they created together. Like Drake didn't change a verse. They're or not nothing. beefing. You don't remember when they linked up? Drake and the baby pre-pandemic. Hmm. I think they did link up. I, I hope so, man. I would like to hear music from them. I would love to hear music because I saw him in the studio, the baby with the game, and I'm like, ah, oh, this ain't the route I want you to go. 
<laughs> I don't like the game that much. I like the game early in his career. I still like the game. His last album. Drink, hey, that nigga be doing too much on Instagram, man. That nigga uh, enhanced his booty on a picture one time. Yo, they on the song. With... Oh, that little Yachty shit. Yes. Okay, yeah, you're yes, right. They're on that song. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think they have any bad blood. I did see the baby was trying to get on with Jay Z. I want to hear that. Yeah, I do too. But I, I don't know like what to they would that. do together. Like I want to hear Jay Z pass the buck to the baby and little baby on one song. The baby would have to surprise me. I can see little baby and Dre- Jay doing some shit together. The baby would have to surprise me. I feel like whenever you're on a song with Jay, you got to come out there and don't be talking about the same shit. You can't be talking about fucking somebody, bitch. <laughs> you can't. You can't just be talk. You can talk money shit, but you got to talk relevant money shit, not like strip club money shit. When you with Jay Z, you right. I feel little baby can do it, and I, the baby I does have the potential to do it, but he just ain't shown it to me. And I think that's his. I think to me that's the thing that hinders the baby, is that he's a great fucking artist. And the only time I really heard him make conceptual music was when his brother died and he made that EP. Yeah. That EP is tight. And I'm not saying the projects before that. I never got tight. my t-shirt from that, but I did file a complaint with PayPal and they gave <laughs> my money back. But I still fuck with the baby. But no, nah, <laughs> it, it was tight to actually hear something built and centered around a topic. And I, th- I still think he has it in him. I just think he gives the people what they want and he's not going to stray away from it. And I think Lil Baby, Lil Baby's so lyrical. I thought he I was, is. like he really is like a rap. They just two different rappers. They are. You see the little Duval comparison where he said little baby was Jeezy and the baby was Luda. I didn't like that comparison. I seen why he made that comparison, but I didn't yeah. like that comparison. But I see why because the baby is animated I, and goofy, yeah. and fun. And I feel like the baby is bigger than Luda, and I feel like little baby Ooh. is not as big as Jeezy. So you don't remember when Luda was big? I remember he was big, but I feel like. The baby run ain't gonna stop. I feel like Luda did go start doing some acting or other ventures, and that's why the music kind of slowed down. But I feel like the baby ain't gonna stop because the baby is a feature and a hook whore. That Drake is <laughs> Drake is showing you, and Chris Brown is showing you how to stay in this game. <laughs> Drop an album every two years, but until then, do every feature, do every hook, yeah. do everything you can to stay in people's mouths. And the baby's been doing it. So when it comes to the rap battle with him and Lil Baby, not that's not really a battle. That's just a battle amongst fans. Yeah. You know, he's he's winning in that category of he's on everything from pop to Yeah, hip-hop. that shit would do a leap of kinda hard. And <laughs> and Little Baby is just more I, I compare him like this. Little Baby to me and I'm I'm just gonna make this comparison. Little Little Baby to me, and this don't have nothing to do with lyrical or anything like that, just how I see them. Little baby to me is is Nas and and the baby is Jay Z. One Ooh. has a trajectory to be financially, you know, they both billionaires and they both own right. Yeah, one just has more staying power in the rap game. Little baby has the same staying power, but I don't know how long little baby would be relevant and and has has a rapper. I mean, he's a dope ass artist. Yeah, I mean, that nigga hop on anybody's shit, and it's, you gotta be fearful. When you get on the track with Lil, Lil Baby. Because he might He's going to eat you. Yeah. I think on, on the Baby song with Lil Baby. Uh-huh. That was a tight one. What's that? Baby on Baby? Um, Baby on uh, the it, city. Baby, you the realest. Yeah. Baby probably got a couple million. Baby, yeah. Like, that shit hard. And then they on the Stunner for Vegas song together. And Lil Baby kind of snapped. It's Stunner, 
uh, Lil Baby and the Baby. I gave the Baby the round on that one, on yeah. on just that one song. Yeah, but Lil Baby, I mean, he he came with his A game, too. Right, like he didn't get on the track on the bullshit. He came with his A game. Um, while we on the Baby man, um, I don't know if y'all seen last week the Baby and Meg The Stallion was beefing. Um, <laughs> not really beefing, but this uh, this song came out. And it looks like Meg wasn't happy with that being released and him promoting it. Yeah. And so there was some words back and forth. Meg's boyfriend got involved. Um, I hope, mean, hopefully this is Hollywood. It ain't real. I mean, hopefully. But at the end of the day, how close are they really? Like, how close is the baby to the to Meg? They came in together. Yeah, they kind of you know, been on that same trajectory. You ever started a job with a nigga? Like you and him was in training together, yeah. And y'all worked that job for years together, and then one day, you do some shiesty shit, and he snitches, or he sides with somebody on the job who you don't fuck with, yeah. And that's supposed to be your man. Maybe so, maybe so, maybe that's how she feeling. Like we was on the Source XL cover together, we did the uh, Cipher together, you know, we did all this shit together. I don't even know the countless conversations that they probably had from being. Fr- they did tours together. I remember yeah. she was bringing him out to do songs, and he would fly out. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely a good matchup for each other. They, are, they, I felt like up until that point, they were good friends. I don't know if it was, this is the business of, of music that's involved here, saying, "Hey, I'm putting a song out. You need to promote it. That's what you told me you'll do." Yeah, I don't know if this is the business of music that's involved here that's getting this friendship muddy, or this just a fucked up part on the baby, but. Could be. I mean, them songs ain't owned by them artists. They're not. They owned by the labels. And you work for the label. Yeah, and uh, I think Chris Rock, not Chris Rock, Kevin Hart was talking to Monique about that. Uh, you know, she blackballed and everything. And he was saying, a lot of people don't know in these contracts that we have with these uh, studios that if we do a movie, we have to promote. Like, I have to do a certain amount of social media um, posts about this movie. It's in my contract, so it could be the same thing. And I and I, and that's what I'm saying. Like I went back because he said, you know how in the tweet to her, he said, I I remember the conversation, but you know how this business is. That that's me paraphrasing. So I when I read that, I was like, so she should. I felt like he's obligated if Tori drops this song, you're obligated to promote this song as well as me. So you got to do what you got to do, and he's a great marketer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he did what he did He had to do what he had to do And I think the beef really started Over somebody's tweet that he retweeted About saying the baby and Tory Lanez Got off of shooting somebody Oh, And that really wasn't that funny So that's and how he retweeted started. that it, Okay, yeah, now Somebody that, screen I, grabbed it Right. So that's where it started from But he said he didn't do it And that's where it started from So yeah, yeah my bad So that's where it really started So she might be hurt about that then Cause yeah, I mean it's kind of like You making a mockery of my situation yeah, that's a little fucked up. Yeah. That's a little fucked up. Nah, it don't matter, man. She's still a stallion. I seen she dropped that Fashion Nova line. Shout out to her for posting that softcore porn on Instagram for me. Well, if we didn't have to record, I was going to whip him out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout um, out, man. We got to drop a swim line on Fashion Nova, a KSP swim line. The shortest shorts you ever seen. Four uh-huh. inch inseam. You right. know what I'm saying? You, know, you sit line. down the wrong way, the head going to pop out the bottom a little just bit. A little just bit. a little pokey poke. Okay. Poke his head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know it exists. All right, man. Uh, moving on, man. Um, I'm going to just, uh, there's a chicken wing shortage. There's a chicken wing shortage. Shit, man, you know what I'm saying? Every now and again, God hit us with a plague. (laughs) 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 
You know, he might you kill the firstborn. It might what the locust. Yeah, the locust. You know, he coronavirus. Might, coronavirus. You know he might, saying? you know, what I'm saying, uh, bearing a C. Okay, but yeah. uh, you know, right now we got a chicken wing shortage. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, so you go to Bojangles, say, hey, I got the three wing dinner. I'm so sorry, sir. We out of wings. Mm. You go to a uh, wing stop. Wingstop was like, nah, we ain't got no more chicken wings, but we could put some lemon pepper on some chicken thighs for you. Mm, mm, like, which oh, I probably would. That might that, that might be all right. That might be all right. But, yeah. you know, right now there is a chicken wing shortage and people are trying to do what they can because that's a lot of people's business. Yes. You got food trucks that only do chicken wings. Yes. And so now, you know, they're trying to get creative with the French fries. Wingstop is doing the uh, thigh stop now online only. Um. One article I read said they cited that, the, the, you know, they always cite the pandemic as the cause, but due to the low volume, they didn't need to produce as much chicken. Mm-hmm. And now the volume is all of a sudden picking right up. up. Yeah, strip clubs back open, baby. We need wings. Yeah, we do need wings. They out of Hennessy. They ain't produce no Hennessy, bro. You can't get Hennessy from none of the liquor stores right now. For real? Tequila got a shortage right now. The shit wild, B. Yeah, I better switch to gin, but it'll make you sin. Yeah, I'm about to be back on the Irk and Jerk soon. <laughs> Or the uh, PJ make my own shit no, you gotta in the bathtub. You got to elevate your brown game. Yeah, you, you right. You got to spend the extra 10, get the Eagle Rare. The uh, Maker's Mark makes a pretty good whiskey. I mean, bourbon. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah, you guess you're right, man. I don't know what I'm going to do about tequila being out. I guess I'll just get 1800 Yeah. <laughs> Fucking butthole going to be on fire the next day. But, hey, it is what it is, man. You got to get drunk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you have to get drunk? Okay, we choose to. Yeah, we choose to. You're right. It's just part of my routine in life. But I'm trying to lay off the liquor, though. I, I got the, uh, I've been on the Trulies lately and the White Claws. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> James, where are you? Please roast this nigga. I have my boy got in my car the other day, and I had a yoga mat. Um, a box of Trulies and my Crocs in the back seat. Nigga was like, bro, you've been with them white women way too long. <laughs> you are turning into a white man. I'm turning into a white woman. That's true. No, <laughs> they do yoga too. And yeah. they drink Trulies. Oh, the men? Yes. They Damn. Do. <laughs> they, them shits do be hitting though, bro. And I don't have like, I mean, because there's really no alcohol in them. It's like 5%. Uh, but like the first night was the Mayweather fight. I went through like eight Trulies. I was I just, like, yo, I just want, I feel good the next day. And I was still able to be social. I just want people to drink the alcohol. <laughs> it's the same shit. Yeah, but like it turned me into a demon sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you are a demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it brings the demon out. But if you drink enough truly, it'll bring the demon out. Don't you think? I eight just pee truly's? a lot. <laughs> yeah, eight truly's, but it was cool. Because my thing is I just kind of like holding one and drinking something. You just want something in your hand. Yeah, and, and I feel like I can drink those and I'll be okay. But 800 calories really they gotta in, come in those out eight like cans. Colt 45 truly for niggas. They should, though. Then I hold that. Right. Like, bro, right. Let like me a get one full loco yeah. truly. Let me get one of them 4-5, bro. Right, but you sitting holding a little fucking pink and white can with a flower on it. Yeah, it, it's a little rough on the thug side of you. And then, you know, your boys get out to your car, they peep the yoga mat and the flip-flops, and they're like, all right, Johnny, what the fuck is going on here? Right, <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? I'm healing. <laughs> and this is my form of healing, brother. <laughs> I would, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> um, the Olympics is coming up, too, man. Um, I want to highlight the Olympian that everybody's been seeing, Miss Shikari Richardson from Dallas, Texas. She's known for her elaborate hairstyles, full glam makeup, and that 
point six four record time that she did um i don't know if that was an olympic qualifier or what i think they said olympic qualifier was 10.85 but yeah she rose she she kind of rose to 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 fame on that that run on the 10.64 run uh, she's on her way to tokyo she will be competing in the olympics um but yeah shikari richardson is is is, is dope if y'all haven't looked her up look her up online um, I didn't find any real dirt on her, anything like did to really dig deep into who she is. She went to LSU. Um, she competed in AAU, um, and then she competed on the uh, college level for a year before making the switch to go pro. And so she's been pro now for about two years. Good um, for her, man. Track is really starting to stand out now. Yeah. The uh, last few months, man. A lot of people are starting to become make a name for themselves in track, especially a lot of black athletes. You see A&T's track team. Uh, win the 400 relay mm-hmm. uh, championship, and then the whole team is going to the Olympics for their respective countries. So that's cool to see. Um, a lot of black women. Uh, what's her name? Felix, Allison, oh, Allison yeah. Felix, or whatever. I think that's her name. She makes. She's definitely probably gonna bust because she, she runs the hundred too, right? Yeah. So she back. She made her fifth. It's her fifth time going to the Olympics. I think she's been going at it for a minute. He was saying he thinks she's gonna be. She'll be the one to beat Shakari. Well, that's what's up, man. You know, shit. We'll see. And then you got that the shot putter, the black shot putter. Oh yeah, she fire. Yeah, shoulders, shoulders is a beast mode on them shoulders, bro. Um, and then we got the Olympic swimmer, the black kid. He made it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, we about to black this thing out in Tokyo. Um, and Kevin Love killed our all black basketball team this year, but fuck it. Yeah, man, <laughs> Kevin Love, bro. I mean, nah, well, I, I see I'm why cool people have Kevin a problem Love with it. The uh, they thought DeAndre Ayton should have made it instead of Kevin Love. He should have made it. Yeah, so uh, you never know, man. He's bringing the center position back. Yeah, he is. DeAndre Ayton <laughs> balling. Um, but you never know, man. Like I think I got the the roster pulled up. Uh, shout out to the Suns, Jesus Christ! Who would have ever thought? Right, man. They just was, okay. So they got Lillard, uh, Middleton, Bet. uh, KD, Bradley Beal, Devin that. Booker. Bet that. Who the fuck is this? Jeremy Grant. Yeah, Kevin Love should be on that team. I don't <laughs> fucking know who Jeremy Grant is. Draymond Dray- on the team. Okay. Uh, who the Drew Holiday? Uh, Kevin Love, Chris Middle, already said Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, Bam Zach Levine. To be there. Yeah, Zach, Zach, Zach is white. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, Zach and Devin together would make a full white person. <laughs> <laughs> so there you That's go. All facts, if you though, were looking man. for, you know, you're looking to be diverse. <laughs> I mean, I bet Nigeria gonna have an all black team. Of course, but it's you know Nigeria. what I'm saying. Nigeria yeah I guess so I don't have a problem with them having Kevin Love on the team I, I I'm cool with it like yeah he might just be there for I a don't think it's role. inclusion like that dude I mean oh, Kevin Love not ass nah he not is he the best person and I don't of know his what, race no probably <laughs> not right now yeah you could have went with Tyler Hero or uh unless you were looking for a big man if we're doing inclusion Frank Kaminsky here, yeah if we're doing inclusion <laughs> here he's not the He's not the best, but maybe he's their Larry Bird, and they never really said right. it because I don't be on white Twitter. Yeah, so I don't know if he's their Larry Bird, and he had to be on the Dream Team. I don't yeah, know. we'll see how much he actually plays, I or maybe his play. game fits the European style of play. It definitely does. He shoots some long range shots, and hold on, Kevin Love as a post game. 
Yeah. Now, has he used it? But I'm trying to think no. about all the people that I just named. Like, who's going to be getting boards? It got to be Kevin Love now. Because everybody else, uh, Kevin Durant going to have to step up. I don't see Kevin Love not playing. Yeah, he's like, going to have to. You need Kevin Love. I feel like you should have Kevin, not need. I feel like Kevin Love is a great part of that team. Yeah. With his experience, um, his talent, he's able to stretch the floor. They might put, not do too good now. Yeah. Think about it. You go up against Australia. They don't have any solid. Yeah, and then teams. you got um, Greece. Greece is really good. They got Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, all his brothers. Uh, and all our big men are, are foreign. What? What? Uh, what's his name? Embiid. That nigga not, not from him. here. The other guy for Denver. Oh, Jokic. Yeah, yeah. He's not from here. They team probably gonna be bust our ass. Yeah, like I think him and Luca from the same place. So it's gonna be. They gonna actually have to play for the first time in a very, very long time. Yeah, they gonna actually have to play. Definitely, man. All right. Um, I think that was the week. Um, oh, ASCAP uh, awards. Um, recognized little baby as songwriter of the year. Shout out to that. Um. There's video of this plane coming from the Dominican Republic to Atlanta, <laughs> and there's like 28 girls in wheelchairs because they just got BBLs. Why, people? Right, man. I'm tired of this shit. Now. I seen one yesterday, too. Why do you think they get the BBLs? Like, do you think it's a form of, like, making their self feel better about themselves, or they want to look like a certain image? Because I feel like you, if you're doing it... For the same reason we got Jays in high school. Every, yeah, if you're doing it for that... To get attention? Well, are you doing it to get, like, a, a man? Like, I don't know. It's not for that. It's literally everybody. It's it's like going to Hollywood and not getting your nose done. It's like, you don't have your nose done? Mm. Like, everybody gets their nose done. I got you. So, if you're... Li- not wanting to feel left out. If you live in Atlanta, that's, like, home. Like, my, my cousin has one. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, we talked. She said she wanted a bigger butt. I just feel, personally, like it's the culture of the city you live in. Everybody gets their ass done. It's just something that people do. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's for a man. I don't think it's to attract men. I don't think we are even a thought in this process. I just think that this is my thought. And, D, you can stop me on this. I think women compete against each other. Not for us. Against each other. I think the competition between women is is high. So, I feel like women do things to compete with other women. Like, uh uh-uh, I'm going to get my ass done, too, or I'm going to get this, too, or I'm going to, you know, I feel like that because one thing I noticed with men and women, men will be like, yo, that's your girl? Cool. Women will be like, that's your guy? I'm going to take your guy. That's that's competitive. But stop me if I'm wrong. No, I mean. Take yourself out of just the landscape of women. I mean, that's kind of what it is, women competing. I don't think, uh. So I don't think a man is involved here. I just, so you think it's they just want to look better than their homegirl or their homegirl? I mean, it could be one competition. But I'm not saying also, overall. Just I feel like the majority. Like money involved because you got to think about it. If you look a certain way, now you have opportunity to make money through social Talk media. Talk to the mic. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you can, you know, be a model, work for Fashion Nova, work for yeah. CN. Because you have this shape, you look away. Okay, so, yeah, I you can see somebody that. with more opportunities. I was watching something on my IG about pretty people, and how um, it was an older video. I don't know who said it to. Maybe it was you. Maybe it was you. Um, just saying how like that whole is talking about the pretty theory, and you know, little girls when they're in school might get fair treatment because they're prettier. I mean, so yeah, that that's a good point. Like you might be getting the ass to increase your beauty, so somebody will hire you or somebody, you know. 
But I don't think the focal point completely for every woman is some dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if some dude's paying, for, is is some dude paying for it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but what if if you're doing it for the likes? Okay, I can see that. Maybe you're doing it for money. Then if you're doing it for the likes, because you have to remember, remember in the '90s where getting your boobs done was the thing. That wasn't for guys. Like, think about it. It's Every because white woman had their, and black women were getting their boobs done. It's just shit that people were doing. They were yeah. getting their boobs done. They were enhancing their boobs, getting them lift, and they still do it to this day to you know keep them up, keep them perky. So. Nah, I don't, I don't I don't think that. I honestly believe women get dressed f- for women. Mm-hmm. I, I believe mean, I do yeah. I think women do their makeup for women because the men the man part is a known. Like they got us by the balls. So right, like they I, don't have to do anything extra for that. So I feel like what they do is for them. Yeah, I mean I feel that way. I feel like they don't have to do that for us. So yeah, you're right. And maybe they know that. I just I don't understand why putting yourself through that. To I mean, have when a you butt. think about it, if the porn industry is a what, $2.5 billion industry, yeah, and all you got to do is look a certain way and show your ass on OnlyFans or on Instagram just to get a piece of that pie. That's an investment. Right. Mm. Yeah, so if you, how much a BBL? $3,000? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit more than that, I think. I mean, uh, if you want the doctor to be licensed. Then oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, see, I remember that show where the girl got the shit done in the, the basement of a Brooklyn apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, hey! Don't take. <laughs> it's already a dangerous surgery. Don't take a shortcut. Don't right. take a shortcut. If you if you're listening to this and you're getting a BBL, but we got a majority male audience, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't. don't hey, take a you never I mean, know, man. Save Niggas. the money. And go to Miami. They have a whole rest house resort. So you oh, got oh yeah, yeah. Florida there. is the place. To, yeah, you're right. Because my, my cousins, they they um. Yeah, I wouldn't go to DR. Cause don't you have to be there for like three weeks? Like you can't fly or something like that. That's the crazy shit about the girls. They went to get it because it's cheaper, and now you got to fly back when really, honestly, you would be resting. And you know what I'm saying? Because you're not supposed to fly with certain procedures because of the the air. Yeah. Hmm. This okay. shit crazy, man. Who would have known, man? I'm not a really a fan of the big ass, though. So if it ain't natural, who cares? Right. Um. Just look good. Um. Did you have anything? Is anything left? Oh, off? do I have a list of funny things that I want to talk about on here? What was left off? Um, I don't think I have much. Uh, free Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> she in jail. Oh, her contract. Yeah. No, she got the conservatorship where her father controls her money. Yeah. So yeah. her dad ain't letting that shit go. You're right. That nigga's a bastard. Um, like he controlling her birth control and shit like that. That shit wild. Damn. Um, you heard about the lobster diver? Um, he got swallowed by a whale. Now they they saying is that he, he in there? Huh? Is he in there? Like no, Jonah? he's out. He got swallowed by a whale. He's telling his story oh, that he got cool. swallowed by a whale. But a lot of scientists are saying it's impossible with the injuries that he sustained. If he got swallowed, he would have like his injuries would be a little bit more severe. You think the stomach acid would have burnt him up? They saying stuff like that, and uh, it would have been like he would have broke some bones and stuff. Why? Because the windpipe? I guess I don't know. How's an animal that and big yeah, have you, a small windpipe? Right. That's a good question. Because I don't even think they uh, chew. Wells, I think they just nah. yeah, and swallow no homo. If Jonah did it, man, anybody can do. It. Quit hating scientists, right, man, right, man. I'm but shout out to the, out, the, the lobster diver, man. <laughs> hey, we we believe women, we believe you on KSP, bro. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, is that yeah, possible? That's all I got. All right, man. This real this week's real nigga of the week goes out to James McClain, man. <laughs> Hell nah. 
You know we say you are a real nigga every week, man. So you not here, man. We're going to give you your flowers this week, brother. All right, that was the honorary real nigga to read. The real real nigga to week goes out to Sean Kingston, man. Now, I don't approve of his actions, but this was some bold shit. My man was on Angela Yee's lip service. It's a podcast, people. And he was talking to the ladies about how the wildest thing he's done was cheat on his girl while she was upstairs. Now, I don't know the details of this. I don't know anything like, was his girl drunk sleeping in the bed? Or was she up playing video games? You know, she could have been on Roblox. I don't know. But the audacity to say, hey, I'm going to go downstairs real quick. I'll be right back. Go get you one and then come back upstairs fully drained and needing a nap. Oh, that's some bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he had to do what he had to do, man. What's Sean Casey look like these days? Because that nigga was a kind of a big nigga, wasn't the he? The same. Wow. The same and older. The nerve. The nerve of this fat ass nigga to cheat on this girl under their home. I won't body shame you, brother. <laughs> you right. I gotta stop body shaming. She had man. to be sleep or drunk. Drunk in the shower. Because in the shower super bold. Because that means you only got this much of a time frame depending on well, her shower. She's time. a long shower taker. Could be. Because yeah. if you're a long shower taker, then you got a little bit of time. Right. Or yeah. if she in the tub or hair whatever. washing day, maybe. Right. So the fact that like she never came downstairs for water, a snack, to see what he was doing. Exactly. Something was That's up. fucking weird. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. And it's just like you got some fucking nerve, bro. Like how much how pressed for some coochie were you? I think it was how rich and entitled he was. Like I do what I want when I want. Now that could be it too. But then, like, if your house is big, she's got to leave. And if you got that long-ass driveway, that she didn't see true. this girl at all. Now, Jada used to do it the wheel, though. You know, <laughs> that, yeah, that nigga knew. But that was different. <laughs> she was bold for that shit. <laughs> Baby, he's just going through some things. He's going to stay in the guest house way mm-hmm. out there. Jada, watch that shit. You want to camera? Boy, that that shit. I'm never going to get over night. that shit. The entanglement? Yeah, Dude, man. This nigga got the she nerve used to my nigga, bro. My she manipulated my nigga. <laughs> she made Will Smith look right. Nigga put on weight after that shit. We ain't never checked on Will mental health after that nah, shit, man. We don't, we don't give a fuck, man. Hey, you got it, like you said earlier about the George Floyd thing. He could not heal peacefully. He had yeah. to heal on the internet. Every time he got on the internet, it was a meme of him looking, looking stressed. <laughs> that nigga was sending cease and desist to Twitter accounts. Uh huh. Hey, like, he was shit. unfollowing people and this shit because they was making jokes. He would like acknowledge the joke and then unfollow him. Oh, God. Poor, poor Will Smith, bro. Oh, Jada man. did him wrong, man. <laughs> Oh, women. And then they still get on him about that she loved Tupac more than him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that she posted a Tupac letter. <laughs> she you gonna gotta, quit throwing Tupac in my face. Right, man. I am, I'm sorry about that, Will. Bro. Why she don't want me, man? <laughs> I mean, it says a lot when you want the marriage and the woman you want to be married to don't really want to be married. Yeah. You know, and like, then she start acting like it. Like she get that, I don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> I'm going to force this nigga to leave me by the way I act. And he won't go. Right. He keep raising his kids and they old enough <laughs> to be on their own. Like, nigga, leave. <laughs> leave, Will. Uh-huh. He's settling for all these relationship perks that you want to have. We in an open relationship now. <laughs> that nigga never uh, agreed to that shit. He didn't. You can tell. <laughs> oh, man. She just wanted some August. Man. Uh-huh. Let me hear your new song, August. Okay, I'll sing it for you. She started sucking his dick two, two words into the lyrics. Right. Man. I don't give a fuck about your song. But he messed it up. He he, he should have kept his mouth closed. Yeah, he should have shut up. You had a good thing going. Yeah. You had Jada Pinkett Smith. Right, bro. You could have had the mama. You be, she was on my daddy list, my cousin's list. She's been on everybody's <laughs> list. list. 
Who gonna get Halle Berry? You gotta be white and young. Whew. Halle Berry, man. It's tough because she still look good as hell. And, she and now she got guy. abs. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man, but they say she crazy, bro. I can believe it. Don't take this the wrong way. I feel like light-skinned men and women are crazy. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, um, Dunce Metal. Man, this week the Dunce Metal goes to Ikea, man. On Juneteenth, Ikea had the nerve to have chicken and watermelon on their menu for their employees. But somehow... <laughs> This menu was released to the customers. There were 27 complaints, which Ikea said they do apologize. It was for the, the employees. And then they cited that a black em- that there were black employees involved. One black employee doesn't mean ease yeah. people. That one coon <laughs> that came in there and said, I don't have a problem with the fried chicken and, and watermelon, sir. Are they going to have Kool-Aid with it? That sounds like a good Juneteenth celebration right there, sir. So I I I don't I, I don't know, but IKEA man. No. Uh yeah, I mean I don't know. That shit sound good to me. I know it does. <laughs> so I'm like it's kinda hard for me to be offended. I know it. Does. Uh I mean like if you if you celebrating a Jewish holiday, you would have traditional God, Jewish nigga, food. No, don't <laughs> Don't do that. We are more than like, fried chicken. Don't give me pasta salad. If we celebrating black folk, I want a traditional black folk m- tell meal. Me, tell Good me, mama meal. Tell me Big mama meal. What's what's the meal? Tell okay, me. let's see. You want to go go full course? All right. Uh is watermelon at this meal. I do want to know that. What's the fruit selection? You can tell me last, but All right. just make sure you tell me the fruit selection. Yeah, it's definitely on the plate. I would like to have if we're gonna do a, a charcuterie, let's put some uh, watermelon on there. Some uh, not almonds. What's the nuts? The pecans. They gotta be on there. Honey roasted pecans on the charcuterie, uh, with the watermelons. Uh, grapes, of course. We love some grapes. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're the only like fruit I would put on there if I'm saying traditional black strawberries and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like Emil has to have either fried turkey. Fried something fried uh, fried meat has to be on the menu. Okay. If this is a traditional Amer- Black American, American meal, yes, this is what we all been raised on our whole life. Fried something fried has to be on that menu. Um, the side has to have some kind of turkey neck in it. It's got to have either some pork rinds or some pork fat in it. So You're some collard points. greens, string beans. You're making points. Uh, mac and cheese definitely has to be on there baked. Knock that shit over the stove. Um, cornbread of some type or a dinner roll of some type with butter all over it. You're making points. Um, and then a sweet tea. Damn. I'm not gonna argue. But chicken and watermelon on the menu from a company that is not black owned. <laughs> a Swedish it, company. It's not fucking. Okay. I mean, they was serving horse meatballs at one point. What do you expect? But I mean, shit. I feel like maybe people shouldn't have got as offended. I feel like if this is a Juneteenth, it's a celebration. Uh, slave being freeze, yeah. Uh, free, yeah, and that is black culture. Like, what were we all raised on? It's just like you can't say it though. Let us say it. I got you on that. Yeah, let us pr- pick it's what like, we. Yeah, eat. I'm a nigga. Even though it's obvious nigga. that what we was raised <laughs> on, let us let us be the ones that's obvious. Duh. It's like it's almost like like you can't call a woman to be word. Let her say the be word. True. So yeah, I accidentally called a girl the B word me. the other day. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, but it was just trying to be like, you know, just funny about oh, it. was like, bitch. Nah, okay, I, think I, said, I think I said something about, uh, I said, man, y'all bitches, I said bitches love memes. 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, person of the week. I mean, technically, you tell the truth, but. They do, but can't the I word. can't say that. I yeah. should say women love memes. Facts. All right. All uh, right, man. So this one is a little different. So I don't know if you heard, uh, Samuel L. Jackson will receive an honorary Oscar at the Oscars coming up this year. Um, and Morgan Freeman is getting a humanitarian award this year at the Oscars. And I was thinking, I was like, man, it's going to be some sad faces when Samuel L. Jackson goes, like when he goes to glory, because he's provided so many classic movies for black people, white people, all genres. He's in the Marvel movies. He's in the Tarantino movie. He's been in traditional black movies. So I just wanted to use this time to give him his flowers. Good for him for, for receiving that honorary Oscar because I don't think he would have ever got it um, in any of his acting roles. He just doesn't play those type of parts. But I feel like the day that he goes, it's going to be a sad day. It is. Because he's just such a big actor. He's been in so many movies. And he's been acting his whole life. Like, I heard his Breakfast Club interview. Like, he did Broadway plays before he did movies. That's how long he's been acting. That was his literal job. Right. Work those plays. That's how he fed his family. And he don't know anything else. Right. And we usually give the flowers to the people that actually do win those awards, like your Denzels, yeah. your Jamie Foxes, and things like that. But Samuel Jackson, if anything, is probably a top 10 black actor of all time. Oh, no, most definitely, man. He's a bad motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like, if people scream motherfucker, try to be like him. That's a. Yeah, but congratulations to him for getting the honorary Oscar. I know it don't mean nothing to me, and some people don't care about those Oscars. But for someone that your life to be acting, and then in the con- like the end of your career, is you want to have an Oscar? He got one, so shout out to him. Yeah, and honestly, Morgan Freeman deserves a real one anyway. Yeah, that nigga's had the goals. Samuel Jackson should just get one. If y'all can give Denzel one for Training Day, <laughs> you can give Samuel L. Jackson right. something for something. Hell, the A for A. I don't give a fuck what you give it to him for. You can yeah. just if you because you knew you owed Denzel, so you just threw yeah. Him they one. Did, that was his honorary. They gave it to him. Training Day was a good ass role, but he really should have got that shit from Malcolm X. Malcolm fucking X. Say that shit. That's his <laughs> best movie of all time. Wait till we come out with the black Oscars, which we nobody gonna show up for. <laughs> Yo, man. All right, man. We've come to the end, man. Now it's time to sing our song. B uh, what's this that? M I C K E Y M O U S C. All right, whatever. All right, man. This has been episode one hundred and sixty-four podcast. I don't know, man. I was thinking about land chops play along. Oh, okay. I got you. Listen, if you're watching right now, you ain't done so yet. Hit the subscribe button. If you're on Apple Podcasts right now, listen to us, Spotify, whatever you want. Go ahead, follow, subscribe, do that. Write us kickershippod at gmail.com. You talk to us, we'll talk back. Other than that, man, the more of today's episode, leave them fucking kids alone. Stop it. Facts that, man. Leave the kids alone, man. Kids, man. I be watching that Chris Hansen shit. And I'm like, yo, these niggas sick. As fuck. Right. Showing up butt naked and shit. Oh, my God. That uh, happens to women. Oh, yeah. I, I know a couple guys that just sh- like pull their pants down when they get to a girl career. Yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong, man? Man, we got to do better, man. We right. got to do better. Hey, I mean, I ain't, you know what? You right. We got to do better. <laughs> I'm about to point the blame on them, too, because they do that shit, too. <laughs> Dang, but man. not as often. <laughs> not as often. <laughs> All right, man. Um... Yeah, man, and um, all you Karens out there, man, stop it, man. You're getting people hurt. I'm a, but go watch that movie. That movie looks like it's going to be good. Um, other than that, man, it's been a good episode, man. I want y'all to uh, do me a favor. Have a happy Monday. Have a good week. I want you to love the life you live. 
I want you to love the people in it. Find the positive in every situation and live in the moment because this life is not forever. I'm Jumpman Jones. I'm signing off for Jukebox Johnny. James the Jellyfish will be back next week. Like I said, hit him up in his DMs. Check on that man. See how he doing. We will talk to that brother next week. We'll talk to y'all next week. Y'all have a beautiful week. We love y'all. Stroking your body, baby. Loving your body, baby. As you're whining your body, baby. So crazy.